Well, this morning we have the awesome opportunity and blessing to hear from Mel Dealey, Dr. Mel Dealey. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy Monday. Turn to somebody beside you and say, Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy birthday and happy Monday. Happy birthday and happy Monday. <laughs> you can either be happy about Mondays or you can be sad about Mondays. So we always choose to be happy Monday, right? Um, Thank you for the opportunity of speaking to you this morning. I, when Gavin asked me if I would speak and he said it's on promises, all these promises kept popping into my head. And there was one promise. Um, I said to Alf, uh, should I, I'm, I'm going to do this promise. And he goes, well, make sure you don't say it in King James like you just did to me now. So all these are not King James, so um, that's good. Now, when it comes to the promises in the Bible, there are two types of promises. There are conditional promises and there are unconditional promises, okay? And conditional promises are those if-then promises that if you do your part, then God will do his part. And then the unconditional promises state what God is going to do, period, okay? So today I have for you two conditional promises and one unconditional promise because you know every good sermon has to have three points right all right and um it's a topical sermon so it's not like i'm gonna like you know break down the history of whoever it is that i'm talking about in these scriptures but stick with me it's gonna be it's gonna be good information the first verse I want to share with you this morning is a conditional promise. In other words, uh, if you do your part, I will do my part. And it is from James 4.8. James 4.8. And it talks about our action and his action. Now, when I'm thinking about, uh, when, when the promises kept popping into my mind, I'm remembering them in the Sunday school kids church manner. Okay, it's like, draw close to me and I will draw close to you. Okay, so it's kid church type of verses. Because when I looked it up, there's a whole other part to that verse that I, don't, I didn't remember. It's not something that I like quote all the time. So let me read it for you. James 4, 8. Come close to God and I will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts. For your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Now, I don't remember that second part. In my head, it's always, draw close to God, and he will draw close to you. It's like, I, I, I quote it all the time. You know, um, a few years back, I went through some stuff, and God said to me, you and your relationship with me needs to be so close. It needs to be nose-to-nose toes to toes, and knee to knee. Well, have you ever thought about that? Nose to nose? 
toes to toes and knee to knee. That's pretty close. <laughs> like there's nothing that gets between you and the other person when you're nose to nose, toes to toes, and knees to knee, okay? And so we're to come close to God and God will come close to us. But that second part, you know, when I was rereading it, I'm like, why don't we remember that part, right? Like, you just want to remember the part he's going to do for us, right? And then it, it addresses here, wash your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Well, I'm going to leave that with you this morning. <laughs> like, how are you doing in that department? Are you, are you sinning a lot? Then stop it. Because that's the only way that, you know, you can come close to him and he'll come close to you. Okay? So, so pretty easy. You know, we got to roll along here. We've only got like, you know, tw- uh, 23 minutes. So, okay. So that's the first conditional promise that I'm going to give to you this morning that, that, I, that I want you to like think about and muse over. And especially during this time of the year when you might not be feeling it. You know, sometimes we think... It's all about how we're feeling. Well, sorry, October is National Depression Awareness Month. So don't be surprised if you're not feeling God being close. But sometimes when I don't feel God being close and I remember the nose to nose, toes to toes, knee to knee thing, I just go like this. Oh, yeah, there you are. Okay. You're this close. (laughs) Because sometimes the feelings uh, deceive us. But if we do something physical... We realize just how close he is to us. He's, he's right there all the time. We just don't like it when he's there all the time. And this transitions into my next promise that I want to talk you, to you about. And it's another conditional promise. And it's 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. And I am saying this to myself all the time. It is, like in my head it races, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their lands. And I'm saying it all the time to myself. And I do really well when I'm quoting it in my head in the first part. Okay, God, I will humble myself and I will pray and I will seek your face. And But wicked ways, like I'm not doing anything wicked. Like, this was to your children of Israel who were constantly uh, trying to follow other gods and not obeying your commandments and, and were, uh, had a strained relationship with you. And, and you gave this conditional promise because you wanted them to, to serve you and honor you and, and not go after false gods and, and to do what it is that your commandments uh, had stated to them. But, you know... I'm okay. And then I think about, well, here's one very evident thing. And don't worry. You know, one, ev- one evident thing. And, and I fall into it all the time, especially this time of year. And that's the sin of or the wicked way of self-sufficiency. Self-sufficiency. Because, you, you know, when it comes to Second Chronicles 7.14 and the context of this, um, there were lots of things that the children of Israel were doing. But when I think about my own life and I think, you know, I 
often try to do very many things in my own strength and in my own way and in my own power. And, you know, that just kind of resonated with me. Um, You know, you might know what other wicked ways you're doing, but in our culture where everything's about the self, self-sufficiency is now the new God, (laughs) okay? Self-idolatry. I can do what I want, when I want. You do you, you know? You do you. I remember a a few years ago there was this... uh, Well, you probably still say it, but you go, girl, you got this. Well, that's self-sufficiency, isn't it? Right? Because the Lord wants us to draw close and be close to him all the time. And he wants us to be leaning on him, yielding to him, giving to him all of the things inside of us that... Uh, just cause so much turmoil all the time. And I'm talking to you like this because this is the season for turmoil, even here on campus. There's lots of things, as was said earlier in the worship service, that are going on, okay? And he's calling out to us this morning with, and he's saying, give it to me. Nose to nose, toes to toes, knee to knee, this is how close I want you. Because the seasons that you're going through and the things that you're going through, only you and he know a majority of it. But he is right there all of the time. He will be with you. So many times I want to just hide. I want to think I can do it on my own. When I want something, I can work hard enough to get this. Like how many of us think that if I just work hard enough, if I just make the right amount of lists, if I just do the right amount of studying, if I just save and penny pinch till I drive myself nuts, I can make this happen. Well, he wants to be a part of all of that. He wants to be a part of everything that causes us stress. Every last piece of it. Nose to nose, Toes to toes, knee to knee. When we are tired, weary, confused, frustrated, lost, not knowing what to do, remember to keep him in the equation. Humble yourself and pray. Seek his face and turn from your wicked ways to him. And the wicked ways for a lot of us, especially because we're here, you know, we're serving Jesus to the max Sometimes the thing that he wants to tag is our self-sufficiency. And then the third uh, verse that I want to share with you this morning, it's his unconditional promise. And that is that he will never leave nor forsake you. Okay? But again, I remembered that in the Sunday school kids' church version. Okay? Because when I looked it up, Deuteronomy 31.6. This is what the whole verse says. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. There are a lot of thems in our lives. You know, we're not the children of Israel. This, is, this was addressed to the children of Israel. But in our lives, there's a lot of thems. 
and his promise is still true because you know there's similar promises in the new testament as well he will never leave us or forsake us if i elaborate all of these contexts to these promises you're going to notice that they're given in the middle of difficult times the promises are given in the middle of difficult times we wish it weren't so right like we wish that there weren't difficult times and i remember a song from college that we used to sing as a as, like i was on traveling teams and stuff and it's i'm not going to sing it don't worry lily's in the back going yeah traveling teams do you realize here's a here's an interesting fact about lillian and myself and traveling to i'm just i'm falling over the table just thinking about it um we traveled probably on about five teams together and there was one team uh it was a summer a summer uh group and we went to like 33 churches in 37 days and we we just rocked it for jesus okay it was just ooh, and 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 i remember this is the fun fact I actually had to share a bed with Lillian because we always got billeted out, you know, all the time. And so, I don't know why I'm telling you that. Anyways, I thought it was interesting. Um, So when I see Lillian in the back like that, I'm like, yep, we got history. Yep, it's true. Um, But there's a song from college, okay? A song from college, and and it goes like this. He never said it would be easy. He never promised a free ride. It's a costly fee if you want to be on his side. Oh, the father knows the cost. His only son was the price. If you want to follow him, he's asking for your life. And then, of course, it went into a really swingy chorus. You know, you got to count the cost. If you're going to be a believer, you got to know that the price is the one you can't afford. You got to count the cost. If you're going to be a believer, you got to go all the way. If you really love the Lord, got to count the cost. The line in there, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the line in there that's really good is you got to count the cost because the price is the one that you know you can't afford. Like we're all thinking, oh, I'm going to nickel and dime Jesus. I'm going to nickel and dime him. No, no, no. It's all in. Nose to nose, toes to toes, and knee to knee. He wants us. He wants to remind us that even when things seem bleak, he's there. And we will feel tired, but he is there no matter what. The last verse I want to share with you this morning as we wrap up is Romans 8, 38 and 39, where it says clearly, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor present things, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Now, let me contextualize that for you as we wrap up here. Neither midterms 
or turn papers. Roommates or boys? Let me just add, or girls, okay? Okay. Neither repetitive negative self-talk or thoughts that create constant brain noise or fears and anxiety that seem to cripple our efforts from day to day or not always knowing what great things to say presentations that are stressful and sometimes go south or losing our temper and shooting off our mouth or meals that we don't like and leave us wishing for home or sitting in our rooms and feeling all alone and we could go on and on and on and on but nothing nothing say it with me nothing will separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord amen we can be so thankful this morning because whatever pressures and stress and, and whatever's happening in your life, nose to nose, toes to toes, knee to knee, remembering him. Draw near to him and he will draw near to you. That means when you're stuck on a paper or you're fighting with a roommate or having a hard time studying, don't go binge watching Netflix, but go to him. Okay? Recognize you can't do it all in your own strength. Get rid of self-sufficiency. Humble yourself and pray and seek his face and turn from your wicked ways. In other words, when you think you can't do something and you're tempted to procrastinate and hide don't go to netflix binge watching go to him and lastly and he will never leave you nor forsake you meaning even when you go to netflix binge watching he is still there waiting for you to come and be with him. Let's pray, shall we? Father, we just thank you that you care so much about where we're at every second of our lives. It is your major occupation. It is the thing that you do and it is the desire of your heart that we would draw close to you at all times. And Lord, as we go through this upcoming season and as we're working hard and diligent and even as many things come, I just pray that you would just surround us with your presence, that you would remember that you would remind us to remember these words and that we would come to you. In Jesus' name, amen.